Hello and welcome to the Science Fiction Book Review Podcast. My name is Luke Burridge and this is the show where I review every single science fiction book that I read as I read it. There's no set schedule, it's just whenever I finish a book I do the reviews to get up here on the podcast feed for everyone to download and listen to. Joining me today again, once of course, once again, of course, is Juliana. Say hi. Hi everybody. And uh, yeah, welcome to episode number 402. We're, we're past the 400 um, episode mark. Been doing this for many years now. Nine and a half years or something. Yeah, no, it's really no. Not, when not, did I start? No, no, eleven and a half years. No. Two thousand eight. I started January yeah. two thousand eight. So yeah, uh, many, time. many, many years. <laughs> more than eight and a half. Uh, getting confused there. Anyway, so today we're reviewing a book that we both listened to on a car journey a few years ago. We went to the Dutch Juggling Convention, and um, we we're like, "Hey, do we have anything to listen to on the way back?" And we, pick, I picked out The Martian because I'd heard fun things about it had been recommended yeah, by... Yeah, it was really new at that point. Yeah, it was, it was just out, it was way before the movie had come out, and it had just been released as an audiobook for the first time. Yes. Not read, I think there was a previous audiobook which was read by the author, but then this was like a professional... Anyway, I can't remember. But there was, it had just been released... But, it, was really, but it, wasn't, it wasn't the one edited by Audible yet at that point, because it still had all the... Yeah, know, I think it was... I can't, I can't remember exactly how... I can't remember exactly what it was. But anyway, we listened to that really on the way enjoyed, there and back. Enjoyed. Really enjoyed that, yes. All right, this year I'm going over to the Dutch Juggling Convention again. I'm like, hey, let's get another audiobook to listen to, but not too long because it has to fit in a drive there and a drive back. Yeah. And, uh, and of course, even if it's a six-hour drive, you're not going to listen to six hours worth of audiobook because you're going to be chatting or listening to music at the start. Sometimes you have to concentrate yeah, on Yeah, concentrate traffic. on the driving. Yeah. You don't want to be navigating <laughs> while doing that kind of stuff. So, uh, so we picked out a book called Blackfish City by... Um, oh, I just had his name up. Sam J. Miller here. Uh, Sam J. Miller... I had it here, his name here is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> and uh, I listened to this book, uh, or I picked out this book because this was uh, a, a Nebula Award, um, Nebula Award Nominate. nominated book. Now, I've said many times before, just because something wins an award doesn't mean it's a sign of good quality. Yes. Just because it's nominated for an award doesn't mean it's a sign that it's a good book and that you're going to enjoy it. For example, the winner of the 2018 Nebula Awards, which are awarded this year for last, last year, year is the way it works. Yeah. Calculating Stars wins. You didn't enjoy. Which I thought, it's one of the most disappointing books that I've read, probably in the course of the Science Fiction Book Review podcast. A lot of people didn't think the same way, though. Of course, because it's won the Nebula Awards. Yep. I, also, it kind of feels like it's Mary Robinette Cowell's turn to win the Nebula Award, because <laughs> that's, that's voted for by other science fiction and fantasy okay. writers, the science fiction fantasy writers of America. So, But this book also got the award. What's that? It wasn't only a nominee. What? It also got uh, the The Calculating Stars no, won the Nebula. Book. No, No? No. It oh. says actually here, Sam J. Miller is a Nebula Award-winning author Ah. But not... Oh, but here on the Goodreads page it says Literary Awards, Nebula Award for Best Novel 2018. And it'll probably have it in... Um, uh, it says here, Literary Awards, Nebula Award nominee for Best Novel 2018. Well, That's it what it says say here. It, here. it just says, it says Locus Award for Science Fiction Novel 2019. Locus Award nominee for Science N Fiction Newcom Novel. Newcom Literary Arts Award for Speculative yeah, Fiction Newcom Literary Arts Award nominee. I think ah. you're on the mobile app and it just doesn't oh, list them that's here. Really was here it says okay. these are, this book is nominated for the nominated for these awards and stuff yeah. like that. Anyway, but like I say, just just having something and the Hugo like of course Mary Robin and Quell's The Calculating Stars is going to be the next Hugo. Like, it's going to win the Hugo awards because yeah. everyone's gaga about it. And Record of a Spaceborn Few, well that's not going to win. Revenant Gun, Yoon Harley missed out um, on on the Revenant uh, on you know Nine Fox Gambit didn't get there. So the third book in that series gonna isn't going to pick up yeah. that isn't going to pick that up. Um, and these other books are kind of like more minor books. 
Um, but anyway. this one came out in 2018 in y- April. Yes, so it's a year old. Yeah. Oh, but the reason I listened to this is because on the Incomparable podcast, they rated the books that they wanted to, that they that they were... To, every year they do a podcast read where they read all of the books that are nominated for Hugo Award and another and episode Nebula. about the... Um, Nebula Award nominees. Nebula Award nominees. Yeah. That makes um, sense. So, uh, so yeah, and and the, someone on there, Scott McNulty, wasn't on the the episode which they did just for the calculating stars. And it turns out the way it works is that only the people who are enthusiastic to talk about something get I take, take part it. in that. <laughs> yeah. So this was a little bit more um, more balanced on the view of the calculating stars to the point that it was of the six books it comes right in the middle of the rankings of that. Okay. But anyway, Scott McNulty had the calculating stars as his lowest. His, his lowest rated pick he's yeah. one of his least favourite but his top book I think it was if I remember this right was Blackfish City so I'm like oh the, I really didn't like Calculating Stars this other person ranked it the worst out of yeah. six books um, so, so maybe, your, so maybe your the book that aligned. he liked most out of these six novels yeah. I'm going to like most out of these six models, so, novels so the Trail of Lightning Blackfish City The Calculating Stars Spinning Silver which sounded, sounded quite interesting and The Poppy War and Witch Mark which didn't really sound that interesting to me at all um, and I can't remember anything about the Trail of Lightning, but uh, so uh, that's not even the link that I wanted. Anyway, so uh, so I thought I'd give it a go. Blackfish City, ten-hour audio book, roughly. Sounds that's good. that's a good that's a good length, three hundred and thirty-six pages, like proper, not too massive, huge fantasy novel. Which is the, another audio book <laughs> that I'm listening to at the moment, which I, is is taking me a lot to get through for some reason. That yeah. it, I'm just it's not picking up on the first section of that audio book finished, and I was like, and now onto the second, and it's just killed all the momentum. Anyway, but this book um, is... Here's here's a bit of a blurb. After the climate wars, a floating city is constructed in the Arctic Circle, a remarkable feat of mechanical and social engineering complete with geothermal heating and sustainable energy. The city's denizens have become accustomed to a rushed new way of living. However, the city is starting to fray along the edges. Crime and corruption have set in. And the contradictions of incredible wealth alongside direst poverty are spawning unrest. And a new disease called the breaks is ravaging the population. So that's the setup. World building. Did you like the world building of this? This is not where we normally start off with the format of this podcast. What do you think about the world building? Did you like it? As much as I thought it was really grim. Yes. But, I mean, it is a, a dystopian, uh, uh, after apocalyptic kind of thing. So it has to be somehow disturbing. Um, but I really enjoyed the way it was described. I think yeah. the whole setup and the whole... The ideas of the world and the place that took, where it took our place, it's yeah. really good. Like, I had, I had it in my head how it looked like. Oh yeah, you like, definitely felt like very it. graphical, very graphic um, in my head. Yeah, the, there was sometimes when I was a little bit, I was a little bit confused because they were often talking about going outside and it being really cold. Yes. Um, and when you actually like think, oh, it's north of Greenland or off the like whatever it is up near, like between Greenland and Canada or wherever it is, like yeah. really, really high up there. Yeah. And they're saying, oh, it's really cold and it's. Oh well, yeah, like I've this. been in these areas. Well, no, have I've you? never been that far north. No. Well, actually, let me. I will look at it on the map to see. No, I've been to. I've never been to. Uh, what's this called? Canuck. No, what's it called? Canuck. 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 I've never been to Canuck. I've been to a, a town. Doesn't exist. Yes, because they even mentioned that it was named after a town which was nearby that ah, place. So, I didn't uh, hear that. Kanak is oh yeah, Kanak is super far north, super far north. Here, look. Let me zoom out a bit. Here, there is Kanak. Oh yeah. Look at how far north that is. 
Like that is north of Baffin Bay. That is oh, really it's, high. That, far it's it's part of Greenland. Like, so we have been like roughly the same. Uh, no, no, you're not understanding. Twice. We're looking at the we're looking at oh, the no. north. Look, this oh. is this is the North Pole oh, here. Oh right. So you've never been that far north. I've no, been... I've not been that far north, but I've been on the same length thing yeah, with look, Iceland, like being on the same. I have been whatever. further north than that, but uh, when I went to Svalbard, is that further north? Yeah, that's kind of yeah. I've been to it's Svalbard, kind of same and, I've, and I've sailed up north of Svalbard on a cruise ship, which just went into the ice pack because it was the Prince and them. It has did, a, did ice, you go outside ice at that point? Yeah, I have a I have a juggling video. Oh, I have, was, was I, that with the I have a northernmost juggling wins. video. No, it wasn't. It's it's just me standing on the front of the Prince and them. Oh, okay. It's in my Zanzibar song. It's sort of like um, I went up to the Arctic. And I say those icebergs melting is the line that oh, I yeah, put yeah. there. Um, anyway, I've been to the very, very, very southern tip, southern tip of Greenland, which is south of Iceland. Southern yeah, tip of, and north. I've been to not to Kanak, I've been to uh, Kakortok. Interesting. Which is nobody. You don't need to know that. It's just a little little town. Is it? Is it though that cold? No, that here's the thing. What I'm saying is that the world building, this is a city. And I always think, oh, if it's that far north, it's got like a dome over it. But then yeah. there's lots of times when they go outside and it's cold and then they come in and outside. Yeah. And it was never really explained, like, what, how dark is it during the, 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 northern, the, northern, winter. the northern winter and how light is it and how the, the sun never comes down. And actually, the weather outside was always just presumed to be mostly cold. But there wasn't yeah. a lot about the, 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 the cycles of weather throughout the year. Like, it'll all freeze. Over, or probably it'll all freeze over in the winter yeah. although this is well, a long I, way post no climate idea. change I ha- yes I think that is more what it plays into uh, the sea level have risen have the has sea risen. levels yeah. have risen so far so that obviously means that the ice melted so that home means that the mm. overall it's like but totally... there'll still be sea ice probably maybe anyway I don't know. it wasn't entirely clear because it felt like lots of people could only get there by boat and I'm yes. thinking well if it freezes over maybe people could get there by ice yeah. but none of that was co- so I was a little bit confused about how much is this undercover how much is it exposed to the elements and yeah. like what is the we- how is the weather really affecting life here I also don't know oh, like exactly the time span this took place in like was it uh over uh i don't know a month no i thought it was it felt like a few weeks because at the start it yeah. says hey here's what's happening and there was a few episodes of the uh the guide to the city what was it called the uh, uh there was a maps. city guide but, oh yeah the, the 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 guide to the mapless city or whatever it was called n- there was something like mapless mapless city no city without map city without or maps, maps or yeah something. city about, yeah so it, there's, it seemed like a few episodes of those came out. Maybe that was daily kind of thing. It felt to me like a few weeks because someone yeah. turns up. It says at the start, hey, this person has turned up on a ship and she is, uh, she was, the ship was being towed by an orca and yeah. carrying her and a polar bear. And you're like, oh, this sounds interesting. This is, yeah. the, again, no spoilers here. This happens like right at the very start. The opening chapter is sort of yes. like, she arrived on a boat. And the stories would say that she arrived like this, but it turns out the boat was under her own power and, yeah. the, and the polar bear had, you know, a muzzle. It was in chains. Yeah, it was in chains. It was chained up. So it wasn't here. But isn't it weird? Like a woman turning up with an orca and everyone's like, oh, this is, this is interesting. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is interesting. What I really like, how is was at the anyway, beginning. So my point was that she she arrives and then it feels like within a few weeks the whole story is wrapped up. That's yes. what I'm saying. It didn't yes. it didn't feel like she had been there for a long time. It was still very new. Yeah. And people were trying to get glimpses. But she was there for a while. Yeah, like, like, like I said, a few but it feels like a few weeks yeah. rather than more than that. Rather than a year. So. No, no, certainly not a year. No, yeah. Wrapped up within a month, yeah. I'd say. Yeah. So uh, I forgot my point. Oh, sorry. Um I uh, but I I really liked like the I don't know the previous previous book, <laughs> uh, 
second to last book or something we talked uh, about. Am I going to have to have was, a look um, at the episode list that uh, we did here? Yes, was also an, uh, a book that was put up in the, like, this episodical kind of way. So it was chopped up in little chap chapters with where we spend time with each character. Record of a baseball and few. Yes. Well, that was the last episode that we did. Okay, so... Um, like last week. Basically... Two weeks ago. Basically, this is like a similar kind of thing. So we have like people, they get all their each their chapters and we get their yeah. viewpoints on things. And then at some point, is that a spoiler? What? What's that? <laughs> that they meet in a way. Oh, yeah, that yeah, they, yeah. They get... Here's the thing. What always happens with these with these books when you have multiple viewpoints yeah. and it's not like a fantasy book where somebody will be in this country and somebody like on another continent and somebody yeah. will be like five no, cities away. This, they're all in the same, same city yeah. and, it, and, it, and you see the crossovers quite quite soon or quite early because yeah. like within like the first the first bit it's sort of like here's Philip and then Philip sees someone go Phil. past Phil. Phil oh is it Phil, Phil. Anyway, so here's and I just Phil. saw how the, how the names are all spelled they're all yeah. spelled totally different than oh, really? I, I, I imagined oh I didn't, I didn't like, but it's sort of like here's Phil and Phil sees someone go past who's like a bike messenger although yeah. they're not a bike messenger but like pretty a, much a here's a bike messenger yeah. goes past and he's like wow he's hot no she's hot oh I can't I'm not very good with genders and yeah. then we meet someone who is gender non-specific mm. and then that person sees someone else and then they're sort of like oh there's this fighter there's this boxer and then we meet the boxer and then the boxer was like oh, oh no and then someone is like oh I'm going to I'm going to see my my brother um, and I put money on him yeah. and he's a boxer and you're like oh right so all of these people are connected yes. um, yeah so there's like four or five main characters four. four or five um, there's uh, Cave the fighter Cave yeah um which often I thought when, when the narrator said it in the book, it always sounded like Dave. No, it's because at the start of each new chapter of the audiobook, they, the, the, uh, the car sound system makes sure that does, nothing comes in really hard, so it kind of yeah. fades in the start of each track. Yeah. Every track has like a slight fade in. Yes. And if you say cave, but you miss that first K, it yeah. sounds like Dave, like that. It's, yeah. a, it's a weird one. Yeah. So there was Dave slash cave. Cave. Um, there was uh, the messenger. There was the... Um, Sook. Took the messenger. There was Phil, um, the rich kid. There was um, uh, what's her name? Ankit. Uh, was it Ankit? Ankit. Yeah. Yes, Ankit. And who was the other one? That was it. There was those four people. Those four people. Yeah, those that four was people. It. Like certainly the main people that yeah. we spent time with. Later yeah. on, there was um, Maserak. Yes, but we we didn't really get her point of view. I mean, no, the main character. No, we didn't get her point of view. But she on was... top of that, are these like episodes when, yes. of, of like a podcast slash release like vlog slash whatever where somebody would be reading out yeah, the it was words like a broadcast. Yeah, it's like a little broadcast they call them and people became fans of this guide to the city they yeah. was like oh who's writing this who's not writing this like who's the person city it, without maps yeah city without maps yeah. and it's sort of like a guide to the city and people would turn up to a bar and they're like hey are you just here because you heard about it on city without maps and they're like yeah yeah and it's like i'm like oh great yeah and um and we realized that these places that people go to because of this city without maps are always the places where people have uh, this disease called the breaks um Is and it really uh, something where people go to it was what? it felt like much more like a a, like a collection of stories no I'm saying if they talk about somewhere in the guide yeah, then people, people who are fans of the guide would go to that place so there's a bar yes. that um, one of the main characters goes to and he's asked are you just here because it was mentioned oh, right. in yes. the, the city without maps yeah. and he said yes it was yes. and uh, yeah there's, there's th the thing that kind of ties all these things together yeah. is the uh, is that it's kind of do you remember uh, how big the city is well it's it's always like each it's got these eight arms and yeah. the, the higher the number 
the more ri- no, so the lower the number, the more rich it is. So arm one is the rich one, and yes. arm eight is the is the, is the, the is the poorest one. Yeah. Arm one sticks due south, arm eight sticks due north, yeah. and then two and three are either side of one, and they're pretty rich, but not that yeah. like. Four and five are like sticking out east and west, yeah. and they're like middling, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then uh, six and, and seven. seven are pointing more towards north, yeah. uh, and they're even poorer. And eight is due north, and that's the poorest thing like yes. that. So I always thought that was quite clear, like the geography. And they're like, oh, we're going down from arm one, and we cross over from arm one into arm eight, and yes. the drop off is really big. But there's no f- there's no food stalls in arm one, and all the good food stalls are in arm eight. So yeah. people go into the poorest part of town to get the good street food yeah. that's up there. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And then the messenger boys or girls they slide down. Yeah, there's these slideways. Like yeah, like, there's these. It, kind- it, it felt to me like they had these um, these uh, how do they call it gondolas between. The yeah, things. there's there's lots of there's lots of different transporty kind of things. Most yeah. people walk in the way, and I think the slides were like, hey, it's up here, it's icy, so let's have everyone go around on ice skates. Yeah. But then it wasn't cold enough, and that didn't work. So they came up with this like magnetic, magnetic, magnetic yeah. boots, ice skating boots. Yeah. So yeah, the world building has much, much. There was much, uh, a lot of things there to to think and uh, to 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 have in your head. Yes, and here's the thing. I think this is a book where the world building is is so important because it is a book about social problems, and it is a book about uh, the fallout from climate change. That the whole of America has collapsed yeah. and then lots of different places in America are trying to claim the the uh, that like no we're the re- we're the real America over here and then another yeah. group of people like, we're, we're the and that like all of Europe is like mo- it's like most most of the world's underwater yeah. and the sea level has risen so far that everyone's just get flooded and out and there are other kind of these cities on boats kind yeah of yeah like, there's right? lots of other cities but they, they say there's it kind of became almost a religion of what kind of cities you're going to build yeah. and they're all based on different oil rigs so this is a floating platform but others yeah. are on land others are semi-submersible and there's yeah. all these different kind of things and the power comes from geothermal stuff yeah um yeah so there's so i think the world building works so well because this is a book about the fallout from climate change yes and that informs the book so much the other thing that i like about the world building are the animal familiars so you always have this in in fantasy books where there'll be there'll be, someone will be a yeah. magic person and they'll have their familiar there that someone like Harry Potter yeah. has an owl. They're co- company. Yeah, they're co- accompanying yeah. animal. And there was this one. Um, there was this one population which was experimented on by evil corporation X. Yeah, pharmacists. Yeah, and pharma- they were like, "Hey, we're going to put these nanotech particles. What they call them? The nano nanobots. Nanobots or nano? There was I think some, nanobots. Yeah, there was a different word that they used for them, but I can't remember what it was. Yeah. But these little thing, and we're going to put them in you and put them in the animals, and then you have like a, um, a connection, a connection, like a bonding. psychic connection. They called it bonding. Bonding between them, and of course, when we first find out about this, it's sort of like, oh, this person is bonded to the polar bear and the and the orca, and then we're like, oh, but when we learn about more of this later on, we realise that actually there was all different kind of animals which could be bonded. Yeah. Uh, so you were lucky if you got an orca because then you had the experience because you kind of feel what they feel and see what they see. You close yeah. your eyes, it feels like you're swimming like an orca. Yeah. But other people, they're like, hey, but we also have goats, so somebody has to be gone bonded to this flock of goats. Yeah. So there'll be someone who will be the lead goat. And yeah work out what the goats need and someone like well who's going to be bonded to the chickens <laughs> but of course what we have here is people bonded to the uh, to an orca and a polar bear yeah. in this book so uh, so it's, it's quite powerful. Uh, it's quite fun it's quite powerful um and we do get what it feels like in some ways not just those animals but those are the ones that were kind of explained at the start like oh someone is connected to this orca how does that feel and what what kind of personality do you get 
when you are bonded to an orca. So I don't think it was ever stated explicitly, but the woman who is bonded with the orca is such a badass because she has had 40 years, say, of bonding with this orca. Yeah. So if you've always got literally an animal which is called a killer whale, because mm. that's the mistranslation from, I think, Spanish, for, they called them whale killers. Mm. Um, but then when the, that whale killer was translated it into was, English, so it, it was translated killer whale. But just imagine, you've got a killer whale always just tickling the back of your the back of your brain. Yeah, like, what and she kind had of... reasons to be like that. Yes, she had reasons to be, but I'm saying the, the reason why she was an amazing fighter was that she had that, like, literally bloodthirsty tickling in the back of her brain yes. all the way through. Yes. And the other animals that people get matched up with, they, they can be like, oh, I'm going to pick to be matched up with this kind of animal, you know, and there's one of those things that they're like, what's the personality of the child when yeah. they get matched up, you know? Uh, the child doesn't always choose, but they can. She, there's a way of like yeah, they can influence it. They can influence like, it by yeah. their personality and what they what the elders think they're going to be most suited to. Well, we now were talking about. I think like actually, we only really got to know yeah. in like the third quarter or something no i think like there's, there was like half. the middle of that's the kind of the middle of the book yes but again the, i don't the, we're not in it we're not in any spoiler territory because this is more world yeah, building and but getting to know it through the book is better know all yes this. but at the beginning it was way more about like yeah. there was a lot of explaining about how the world works and what the individual characters function is within yes. the world yeah so we it, get to it get does, a glimpse yeah. of different kinds of uh, that is true it started off quite focused on just their jobs like yes. i am a political operative yes. i am a messenger yes. uh, person i am just a, a rich a rich kid uh, yeah. grandson so yeah. my so jobs are to totally do? different yeah um Here's, here's the thing about this story structure, which I I, that, I liked and they didn't. All the connection between everyone, good. Yeah. But here's the, it's the Star Wars problem it's the and the Bible problem where to make connections between people and go, oh, and that person is related to this person and this person knows this person because of this. It turns out it feels like a quite a wide cast of characters. Mm. But then once all those cast of characters get like smaller and like when they get the more and more connections, yeah. it turns out the world feels actually quite small by the end of it. Yes. And, oh, other, yeah, yeah. and other characters who aren't connected or aren't related or aren't, you know, part of the story, a lot of them are, are more expendable. So they get killed off. And so actually by the time you finished it, you're like, oh, actually, there's only like there's we only know the names of like seven people in this entire story. Yeah. And uh, yes. they're all in this one room together, yeah. and there's important stu stuffs happening elsewhere. But actually, we it just focuses down. Yeah. And let's say this happens in Star Wars, like especially in the prequels, where they're like, "Oh, and this person actually knew that person via this, and they actually spent time together." And you're like, "Wait a second, so Chewbacca knew Yoda like 30 years or however many prior. years it was, yeah. um, or 21 years prior to it. Yoda mm. and Chewbacca knew each other and fought together, but then that never came up." later on mm. and now in the next trilogy Chewbacca knowing Yoda like he flew the Millennium Falcon to the island with Luke and the force ghost of Yoda was there but Yoda never came over to Chewbacca and was like hey man I'm over here. and all these different kind of things that in your head it's like no it's actually best not to have every character know every other character yeah. like and be connected to every other character because the more you do that the world actually gets smaller and smaller yeah. rather than yeah, larger and larger. More like a, you have like a focus and then it gets smaller and smaller. Yeah, and it's like, are there no and other... And then things happen 
but they're yeah. not that important to the story because yeah, it's like is yeah. there no important person in this entire universe who doesn't have the second name Skywalker? <laughs> you know, that's what it gets down to. And yeah. you're like, oh, and this person are they a Skywalker or not? It's like I don't stop making it all about Skywalker. And in this yeah. book, it, it did suffer for a little bit of that. But again, I liked it by the way all of the stories came together and tied in really yeah. well. It was very satisfying yeah. like learning that. about all the connections between I like that them. That bit too. Um, either related or connections temporally or like interests in at heart and stuff like that as all the different if it was just for a tiny fraction yeah. um the 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 web of connections like i always imagine mm. like when you have these crime stories the 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 um inspector or the person's yeah. like looking at the, at the whole thing they yeah. always have a, a wall full with pictures and then strings yeah but you need a few you need like, a few things on the outside which are only connected like partially yeah. and but in this book it's sort of like oh no there's red string all the way across yes. between every single picture and i'm yeah. like oh it'd have been better if that person literally hadn't slept with that other person earlier that <laughs> it's like did did we need those two people to have met each other yeah. previously or or done that thing beforehand that could have what have i got have i got shit in my eye no that was just it's It's probably part of the flower or something very nice roses here I know but now I've now you've done that and I realise I've got the crap in my other Um, eye as well anyway there um, I didn't well it it was obvious that it would come down to that point eventually well how they all knew each oh there was a connection between them no no that I like that and I really liked the way that this was like interweaved like how we interweaved interweaved how we found out like slowly it wasn't like I mean, of course... Yeah, but by the time you're, like, halfway through the book, there's not a lot of payoff, because when one of those characters does something, the rest of them come along with them. Exactly, or at least they have, like, their plot with somebody of that other group. Yeah, but what I'm saying is what what made it smaller is that it felt like four stories at the start of the book. And then when we got halfway through, because all the characters had met up and tied together so well, um, it felt like just one story through to the end of the book. And that's what I felt a bit disappointed by. Me that too. The structure started off good, but they 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 linked up. Also, I think found the, out their connections, and then it was one story. Yeah. Literally to the end, where they're like, "Oh, we're going back to this." They're on a boat. They're like, "We're going back to the city to to wrap up the dunemore of the story." And they're yeah. like, "We'll come along too." And I'm like, "Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I guess they're all, they're all gonna end up in the same room at the I, end." What I didn't like at the end, like I really liked the way that the stories came together, and then it was obviously building up to yeah. something. Yeah. And I have kind of the feeling like I was robbed of the thing that they were, okay. that it was going let's, for. Let's do it this way. There is, I'm not going to say too much about it, but there is a heist. And you're like, now let's do a heist. Yes. And you know what's the most disappointing thing about a heist? Is a heist that goes... Nowhere. Fine. No, they, oh. they, they, they do it. And they succeed, succeed. and then they yeah. and then they leave, and I'm and that's when I, at the point of the book we still had like two hours left of the audiobook. Yeah. and I feel like I felt like we kind of wrapped up the story of these main characters, but there's a more interesting story happening over here. I actually once when we paused, you remember I said that to you. I yeah. was like, there's a this other story which feels more important than yes. than these few characters, yeah. like saving this other character and doing this heisty kind of thing. Yeah. And that felt like kind of very sideways off to one side. And it turns out it was, because then when they went back, I mean, it was handy that they were all together and they could work as a team at the yeah. end. But it it felt like too disconnected. It felt very disconnected in that way. And I was just like, ah, that it felt like there was an A story and a B story. 
yeah. and the A story was most of the book, but then it turns out the A story wasn't as important as the B story, and then the B story didn't get the time and attention it needed. Yeah. There was this politician who I thought was going to be super important because they kept on talking about this politician yes. and that she needed to be elected and she was very important. She, and this rich person, was, her role was, she was completely different forgotten. to what I thought. Just forgotten. No, she was she was there, but then when at the end? No, in the, the heist. No, no, the poli- No, not not what's her face. Not what not the main character that we're following. Her boss. You yes. know her poli- yeah. politics boss. Yeah. She was in the heist. She was in. No, she, she was. was the, no, she wasn't involved in it. They used her yes, visit to, as a way to get yes, in. Of what I'm saying is, after that happened, she disappeared completely from the story. And I was literally thinking, did she die? And and I didn't. And I forgot. And I mis- yeah. misheard or something like that. But her point. And I was like, but she's like one of the main. She's like in charge of this yeah. entire ward or whatever they called well, it. Yeah, the, the entire like, arm. Of the one like arm, arm seven. Or arm something. seven or arm five or whatever, whatever it is. It like she. I was like she. Isn't she going to be the most important? Like she's she's obviously she's an important politician whose one whose main uh, antagonist is this rich guy who the other people are also trying to you know bring low. Yeah. And her yeah, whole like story part was just whole, forgotten. Like this whole part, the whole politics part was the just whole forgotten. Half capitalism part, like they build up all this um, the thing with the uh, how's it called the uh, corporates, the yeah. corporations, and yeah. it is it sounds all really big and very meaningful and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, but in the in the yeah. end, it didn't it it, it just, didn't it didn't it play up to, to its meaningfulness. In the in end, it came down to hey, I've got I've got some henchmen here, and I'm uh, and will my henchmen kill you or will you kill me? And it, it was just or, a weird thing. At the I end, know. I was like, oh, I and really what, wanted what, it. What, yeah, and then there was in the end. Um, there wasn't one cohesive, okay, this group has this plot in mind, this group has this plot in mind. There was no... Yeah, like, but again, I don't so mind like, that. I don't, I don't want everything to be wrapped up neatly. No, no, of course. I'm just saying the way that it was wrapped up was unsatisfying, not because it wasn't a neat... It didn't have a bow on it. I don't mind ambiguous endings to novels. But this felt ambiguous because... Oh, it felt untidy more than ambiguous. It, it felt like it, it, the story had got away from the author... And he was like, oh, I wrapped up the story. Oh, no, there's this other story back yeah. here. It felt like that. And I don't mind a, 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 a... There are some interesting novels where it feels like it's wrapped up and then the then the um, protagonists are like, actually, there's a more there's important more, thing that yeah. we need to do now. And it felt like they but were going for this. It, yeah, it felt like... It just felt a little bit out of contr- out of the author's control, actually, yeah. to... It would have been much better if they'd have wrapped up the story all in one. Again, that would have been too neat, but yes. at least it would have felt specific like I never want to stop a book with with an hour and a half of the book still to go and say to you it feels like there's a more interesting story taking place and elsewhere and we're not getting it yes and then the book go oh oh shit there's a more important story over here I guess we've got to go and tie that up and I'm like but it didn't need to be these characters tying that up it didn't it didn't feel it felt like we just needed to put everything together I wanted to definitely be more I wanted to be more at the end I wanted to spend more time in the city itself because there were like yeah. crazy things happening and I and all of that was told from a, a point of view of someone who wasn't seeing it sort of like hey we're getting reports in that this is happening I was yeah. like oh it's a real pity it's a third party here's the thing all of the viewpoint characters were in one room mm. and they were saying this person on this barge over here looking after all these people all this going crazy over there and they're trying to do this and I was like why wasn't one of the characters one over was, there with yeah. them and they're like oh in this other place yes. over here in this other army totally, it's all going crazy totally like that could've. and I was like but this character that character could have been there but she was waiting on a boat outside and yeah. it could have been her doing that thing you yes. know yes. there's all of these different kinds of all of these different kind of setups which I I I don't know it just it, it felt like the, the ending didn't pay off and I yeah. to be honest I'm not that 
I mean, we were talking about this as there was a really bad thing. It wasn't a major complaint. No. Well, it was a major complaint. I mean, but overall, I enjoyed the book quite a lot because yes. the world building was really good. Yes. The characters were really interesting. Yeah. The, the actual story was pretty good, even though it kind of dropped the ball and it didn't yeah. hold together and the pacing was off at some point. Yeah. And what else? Like the world building, the characters, the plot, like the I interaction really, between I, I them. Kind of like the the language used. Yeah. The, also, the writing was really yeah. good. Yeah. A yeah. lot of those. A lot of it was very, very well written to, to a point that when you actually said to me, sort of like, oh, if this if this is a book with lots of slices of life, like like the previous book, what was yeah. it called? Record of a Spaceborn Few, yeah. which is written at such a basic level. It's kind of written. Mm. I don't know what it is, but this is feels like very. Mm. Not an adult book, but sort of like someone very confident in their command of yes. the language. But also, uh, even though we did have those uh, individual chapters with individual people, we, in these chapters in this book, in Backfish City, we actually got to spend time enough. Yes. So we had a storyline. Oh, yeah, the pacing person. of that was good. And also, so it, it felt like, like they led like, onto each other. Because it was sort of like, yeah. random. It like everybody had in their little chapter, they had a little um, story arc. It didn't always finish, but yeah. we always got to know, okay, No, who it is who? did always finish. Every single yeah. one of those individual chapters had a beginning, a middle development and a payoff at the end of each chapter. Although yeah. later on when they're switching around, like in the, in the high section, always. it doesn't need to be that, uh-huh. but like each of the establishing chapters really did establish the character well. Yeah, and then we actually well. knew who was what and what, what, what they're doing. And, and yeah. Uh, like, yeah, we got to spend oh, time with them. Let's talk a little bit about some of the characters. Specifically, I want to talk about the, uh, the gender representation and, uh, and uh, the... Was it the non-binary, someone who is non-binary, yeah. uh, meaning that they have they and them pronouns, yeah. actually kind of worked well in this book. I to really a, like that. But again, sometimes I find it a, a bit confusing because there's often they'll be saying, and they opened their mouth. Or no, not so much that. I, I, there, was some, there was some usages where you're like, oh, who is, who is they? Are we talking about, like, the, group we talking about the group of yeah. them or just one of them? But yes. it, was, it was written in a way which was mostly, mostly non-ambiguous. Clear. Yes. And so many other times when this is used with they and them, I find it very ambiguous because, again, it's just in general conversation if people default to the they, them pronouns. It's just also because it's also a plural, you then sometimes don't know. And here's the thing. This book did it well enough. It seemed like enough care had been put into that where it actually works. Like any sentence which could be... Um, to well, uh, yeah, well, that's the thing. Yeah, it's, it's just well written. So yeah. anything that where there could be ambiguity was kind. Of, it felt like it'd been rewritten to remove that ambiguity. Yeah. Whereas a lot of people who use they them pronouns don't do that, and it is actually confusing. I'm I'm actually like I don't actually know who we're talking about yes. now. Yeah. Um, or no, no, think, no it's not. I know who we're talking about, but how many of them are there yeah. in that way? No, I think it worked really well. Also, I think the uh, audiobook narrator yeah uh, did a good job in in differentiating the... Oh, the audiobook narrator. Really good. Quickly, like, let me go over to Audible. I'm not... I wasn't always convinced about... Um, like, he did a really good Russian accent. I wasn't sure. Is it... But was it two narrators or only one? Like, if, if it was, he had a very good female voice. Uh, at some points... <laughs> At woman, some points, there was—I right? think there was a woman who was doing some narrating, but only when we got to the the uh, city. 
uh, without map sections. I think some of those are there. But no, there's only one. There's only one narrated by Vikas Adam, who again I just think did a really good job, and I yeah, always love it good. when someone starts doing an accent. When a character starts speaking, they start yes. doing an accent, She's and then the. Really good with but Russian I accents. recognize the accent so well that then the book will say he had a Russian accent, or he had a you know there was one way he said he had a, an a, an accent from Addis Ababa or something like that. Yes. Uh, uh, no, Ni- a Nairobi accent, yeah. I think, is what some someone was mentioned. And in one though, where yeah. it was also quite a big, bigger chunk of of narrating, was a Finnish accent, and we actually do oh, know quite a lot of Finnish people. That was one where we're and like, that really, was yeah. not a Finnish accent in English. It was, wasn't wasn't quite good enough. It sounded just like another Russian accent. Yeah. <laughs> not all, not all other con- uh, other. No, it sounded languages. it sounded more it sounded actually more Japanese or more a bit no. more Asian. No. Uh, there was anyway. No, but it was what I'm trying to say R. is, I like it when someone starts an accent and, and then, then I recognize continue. it. Yeah. No, and let me finish my point. I recognize it as the ac- accent, and yeah. then the book says they said in a Scottish so, accent, yeah. and I was like, oh right, yes, of course they're Scottish mm. because I just listened to them say like even, sometimes even like five words, and then yeah. the 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 the, the text was it was already clear, yeah. and I'm like, why are you telling me they've got a Scottish accent? But they, of course they've got a Scottish accent. The narrator just they introduced themselves as Scottish already, yeah, yeah. and in this book again, yes. it I, I, I thought that was, was really good. well done. Um, I wasn't really happy with the with the voice of the non-binary person because I always thought it was a bit rough. It was too rough for me. Why? The voice was very like just a young person's lots of vocal uh, uh, vocal fry going on uh, there. Yeah, but in, in a that very was our millennium. That was our millennium uh, ca- uh, ca- character kind of thing, you know. It, it felt like yeah. even though this is this was this is set in the future, you still get like the different generations. Yeah, there's definitely the yeah, yeah. the old people with like yeah. there's definitely baby boomers, Gen X, and millennials as three distinct generations yes. within this book, which I actually yeah. thought was quite funny. There's always like, oh, this is grandfather and this is grandmother, and what they think is the way the world works, and then the middle kind of. Uh, you know, age of people who are like, you know, there's the 60 year olds, there's the yeah. 40 year olds, and there's the 20 year olds. Yes. And it definitely feels like, oh, right, we've got the we've got the uh, baby boomers, the Gen X, and the millennials oh, here. Yeah. Um, it felt like, like just by the words they were using and the way they so were coming into back it. to gender representation, I uh, think it was really equal. I, I there like, was some there token was... straight people, and I, I noticed that, like, most of the characters, I think all but three characters were. Uh, or, or the main like there's lots anyway there's lots of gay people in this uh, lesbians and gay as well and yeah, it was some just bits like and it pieces. didn't matter like it, it, it wasn't like oh we only actually Sam J Miller is gay are the, are the normal yeah. is the norm but here Sam but, J Miller is gay so I think he's just writing characters like yeah, that That is, a lot of the, the characters are like that is, 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 is fine which is, which and it works totally refreshing yeah I know and weirdly enough I think it's because the main character no, because the author is gay and the main characters are gay, it felt so much more matter of fact than in this novel. Where something like the the calculating stars, they're like, and then she met a black woman, and they're like, oh, let's have a chapter about being a black woman. And then she met a gay person, and then she met some other Jews, and it's sort of like, and now let's have a story about. And it's so like punch me in the face yeah. bad when someone writes into a novel representation of something like that and again i'm not saying i'd do any better but in this case i felt like the 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 uh, uh the gender think... representation and the uh y- you know the the gay you know all the uh, all of the different lgbtq plus whatever all of that felt just part of the lived like just it's just yeah, part of the it, world it, here but i i think it wasn't even uh, it wasn't even something uh, that was uh, anything special it was just 
it was just described as this is a, like it wasn't how am I saying this um, it, it wasn't even something that I thought was noteworthy no and that's I think that's what I actually liked about it that it was there for you to think about and consider if you wanted to which was great like if you want to think this book is a gay novel great because it is it totally is it's like very gay it's very it's very um uh, you know non-gender specific characters trans whatever you want to say there's lots of there's lots of that going on in this book but actually in the end the book is about a family yeah and and, it, it, and, that's, and this is why i really liked it because it wasn't at all about the i mean the, it it had sex and stuff in it but yeah. it was never really um it wasn't really about that, and I think that was that. That's just what what I really enjoyed. It was just uh, mentioned, like. Oh no! You gotta come and sit next to me. Oh, what happens? I think the battery has run out in the microphone fully now. Oh no! And I should have checked it. Anyway, come, just come and sit here. Uh, no, you gotta come and sit here. That's how it. How long has that been going? Uh, maybe the last uh, five minutes, but I'm sure people will still be able to hear it in the background. Look here, you can see it. Oh no! And now here it is. So that's why I ordered the new new uh, batteries. New but batteries. it seemed to be fine. It seemed to be working fine. Anyway, you got to talk louder into the microphone. Okay, I talk louder. Anyway, uh, it doesn't seem to be any louder that I'm talking. No, here. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, you're not up there anymore. Now you're on this microphone. I'm very sorry if Juliana got very quiet. I'll try and save the audio a bit, but it seems to be uh, uh, not working so well. Well, anyway, I thought it was just because in this book, um, yeah. this is what I always look out for in books, is that um, uh, the, the, the sexuality or the gender of the person just doesn't matter. It's just, it's just, it's just they're humans and there's stuff happening and the stuff that happens is more important and more uh, interesting interesting yeah. than the discussion of actually, the gender yeah. or the discussion of the sexuality yeah. sexual orientation just, yeah stuff happens and uh, pff, yeah yeah it's good this, that's what this book felt like because I think it's because the author is yes. gay that it didn't in the, actually weirdly enough in the same way that um, Yoon Ha Lee writes about gender yeah. as someone who yeah. is a trans man yeah in, in the way that he, <laughs> I'm getting all confused now, the way that he talks about gender in those books, that you can get to the end of the book and go, oh, wait, what gender is this in what? I mean, of course, that book is about um, a woman with a different, ma like a man's personality in her brain. <laughs> yeah. And people are saying, oh, do we call you he or she? Like, because you're a woman, but you're Inside, being, you're, you're, but yeah. you're literally in your brain as a man. Like, it is a book about that. Yeah. But it doesn't, again, that's that's something which is sort of like, oh, I'd so much rather read a book is from that way. Is going? Yeah, it is. It's just the, uh, uh, I need oh, to right. do this and then the playhead works. It catches up with the playhead now. Ah, I see. All right, then. Uh, what else do you want to say about this book? Because I don't really have anything to say about it. I'm quite warm now, and I need Me to too. open the windows. Me too. Uh, uh, it's like overall really... good. Oh, if you want to listen to this audiobook like we did, we thoroughly enjoyed this audiobook. Yeah. Go over to audibletrial.com forward splash... Forward, forward splash. Forward splash SFBRP. Uh, audibletrial... AudibleTrial.com forward slash SFBRP. And you know what? I've got plashing on the hit because I looked at what plashing means. Oh, right. You remember yes. that? Yes. You're plashed against a wall. We were talking about roses. Yeah, this roses. That's why that came up. And I, and I came up with a joke, which was, um, oh, roses, uh, good in the, good, some of them are good in bed and some of them are good up against the wall. Although that wasn't the joke that you I did. You didn't come up no, with no, that joke. No, no, I, no. I tried to, I, I had the idea of a, of, a, of a rose can either be in bed or against a wall. And I was like, Oh, that reminds me of a song lyric that I wrote with Rebound Dating. Yeah. Um, uh, up Against the Wall is one of the lyrics about that. Yeah. As that's what made me think of it. And I was like, there has to be a joke here. 
And then I was like, actually, let me just Google yeah, to you, see if this joke had been done. You said a joke that wasn't really funny, and then you read a joke that no, somebody made No, I looked. I was like, so, I was like, somebody must have made this joke better than me before. And so I looked up the joke, and it, it was from eight. No, sixteen thirteen was the first recorded use of this joke. Well, it was with Roosevelt with with a oh Eleanor Roosevelt. Uh, yeah, yeah. She says, oh, there was a name. Ro- a there was a, a rose named after me, and I was really flattered until I read the description, and then it was. Um, not so good in not so good in bed, but great against the wall. Or so a great yeah. up against the wall. Uh, and again, uh, that joke uh, goes other back language, to yeah. like it, it was oh, like ye olde English, and yes, it goes back to sixteen thirteen. Plashing against yeah, and, the wall. Yeah, great, really good plashing <laughs> against the wall. And then we're like, what does plashing mean? So we look <laughs> that up, and it turns out plashed against the wall. It it's sounds a, it, sound it now sounds like sexual, but actually the archaic term is woven together. And actually, yeah. what you do when you put a wall a, a rose against the wall is weave it through some kind of trellis up yeah. against the wall and yeah. it becomes like a, a climbing plant in a way so it being, is so being, can be climbing. Uh, the archaic, the archaic words what they meant in 1613 was woven up against the wall plashed against the wall and we were like oh we could do that against the we could plash ourselves against the wall we, we did in the hammock then we were laying in a hammock so we tried to plash ourselves weave it was ourselves w- together. really uncomfortable anyway what was i trying to say forward plash luke Bo- no forward, <laughs> forward slash patreon.com forward plash luke burridge <laughs> Don't 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 start using this. You will now from now on. Oh, no, no, let's get back. Let's get back to the review. We've got to wrap up the review. Yes, got to wrap up the review. Um, okay. Do you do you have what's a, the review? A, a rating? No, you go for the rating. You do your rating first. Oh, Here's I know. I think it was rating like... has to be subjective rating. How much did you enjoy listening to this audiobook? Like as you were listening to it, how do how much you enjoying? And when it finished, how much did you enjoy? You I how think, much do you think you enjoyed? I it? think like a three. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's slightly better than a three. I'm going to say three and a half star because I think it is like there's there's there was no point in this book which I was like I am not enjoying this, and there was no point of during it or afterwards which made me think I regret spending the time I did on that book. I wish it had been two hours shorter, and I wish it had been the some of the story had been a bit more cohesive yeah. in some places and actually wrapped up. Properly. I thought like the political point, the political part with all the capitalism and like corporates. Th- that and, is like, what the, the book is about. Yes, but. It, then it didn't play out on this. It was and so no. I, the Denimon was literally about that. You can't say it didn't play out. Yes, that no, was literally what me, was happening felt, at the end. Yes, but to me, it, it felt like there was more to it. But I'd and I wanted to get the more. Okay, here's one thing that I didn't like about that. One more thing is I've mentioned this in previous stories, and when I've talked about movies and things like that, I don't like a computer. Like going, we need to advance the plot. Oh, here I have a computer and I'm a hacker and now the plot is advanced. And I'm just yeah. like, that is unsatisfying narratively in almost every way. And that happens in this book. And of course that is set up. It doesn't come as a surprise that somebody is going to nope. have some computer programs that are going to help them do something. But it isn't always annoying when in a movie they're like, oh, we need plot to happen. Ah, let's get have these people hacking over there and just yeah. do and it. And this is exactly at that time when, like, when they were all in this whatever thing. Yeah. And then that happened. And I thought like, oh. Yes, yeah, so that was the thing. Like, <laughs> we both had the same reaction. It's like, oh, is it just going to be someone opens the computer box and solves the problems? Yeah, but then it, everything happened so fast and I didn't spend... W- the, the, I didn't spend my time where I wanted to spend my time. Yes. And I thought that was, to me, a bit of a letdown. This yes. is why I give it three stars. You know what? You might have talked me down to three stars. Oh, I'm really Which sorry. still means a bit of average <laughs> and still means yes. worth reading. And, and I fun. mostly enjoyed it, but enjoyed it, it didn't hold together through to the end. Yes. The characters and the setting I, and the uh, and all the stuff that we talked about. We haven't talked about the breaks. We haven't talked about like, quite a few other things that are happening well, in this book. Well, there still need to be mysteries for people. Well, yes, to of know. course. There's, we haven't gone into the, what the plot is about. We haven't gone into any of the characters except like their basic setups and if we like them or not. 
Um, but yeah, I say I still recommend people to read it, and yeah. I think a three stars means above average, worth reading, but not like a really good novel, like a four star, or a go out, buy it, read it twice novel, which is a five star book. Like, don't leave Earth without reading it. Yes, don't die, but like a five star book is you, if you're going to read some books before you die, why not take these books? Yeah. And also, I've only, in I think, 11 years of the SFBRP, I think there's still only been like 11 or 12 books which I've given five stars to. It needs to be special. It needs to be really special. And I do keep my star ratings. No, I'm going to give it three and a half. Let's bring, okay. let's bring it down to 3.25 as an okay. average rating. Oh, okay. I want it to be a little bit more than three stars because uh, I did mostly enjoy it. Um, follow me on Twitter. I'm at Luke Burridge. And on Instagram, I'm at Luke Burridge. Uh, Juliana is J-U-K-U Berlin at J-U-K-U Berlin in both of those places as well. Yes, I am. And you can and email me, Luke. Oh, let's do it. I always forget about this. We have to what? go over to Goodreads and see what friends of ours think. Oh, yes. Friends review. 17 friends have reviewed this or wanted 3. it. 3.67 3.67 average. And what's the overall? And 3.6. 3. 3. All right. Oh. So me saying this is a 3.5 book. 3.5 book. average. I'm very average to what people think about it on... Uh, I, the thing is... I don't understand the people who have rated it five stars. This is one of those books where, like, if the story had held together, some people could give this five stars. But as yeah. it is, I don't see how anyone could give this a five-star book. Yeah. Like, this is not going to be anybody's favourite book of the year unless they well, don't read other books. it is, books. I guess. What do you mean? Well, uh, some people rated it five stars. So no, but they're, they're going to rate other books five stars and enjoy them more. Yeah, but I'm maybe saying, then because of the rating, the rating is super subjective. So yes. it's like really difficult to know. Look, what... oh, look at here. This is this is always what it has here. Like in the community reviews, you can see the people who are really enthusiastic about it and all the people who like the review. Yeah. And look at these. Four stars, four stars, two stars, four stars, three stars, stars. Four, four, stars, stars four stars, four stars. Look, the first, like you've got to go back, you've got to go down quite a long way to get the first five star review. Yeah. Which people like a lot, you know, these yeah. uh, like 29 likes on this as well and four comments. And you've got to scroll quite a long way to get to your first five star uh, review by yeah. Josh. No, but it, I mean, it was a good book and especially the audiobook, really good narration. Yeah, we enjoyed so it. So nothing, nothing wrong with it. And we uh, and it got us to the Dutch juggling convention and back and then a trip to your parents' place and, and back, back and then and half then an hour on the couch on the to couch. finish it up. Which I always really enjoyed just hanging out just listening, listening. to Yeah, something. but we can't do that long term because we get too distracted because like if you're driving you've got something yeah. to look at and something to see and we're just watching the Apple TV um, screensaver yeah. and even then I was getting sick of them repeating so I was flicking through the, them quite a bit. Yeah, Mark and Dora are out there playing like, with balls. Yes, but they're really going for it. Yeah, she, Dora is really throwing that ball hard. <laughs> anyway, that's it from us. Thanks a lot for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Goodbye. We're just watching The Neighbours, in case you were confused at the end there.